October 28th, the Feast of St. Simon and Jude, Apostles. There is a new documentary out called Join or Die, based on the work of the sociologist Robert D. Putnam, whose best-selling book, Bowling Alone, traces the decline of participation in local organizations in our society, which has led to a dramatic loss in the so-called social capital that is so important in sustaining a healthy and fulfilling life. The new documentary goes further, exploring how the lack of social engagement is endangering our democracy. Studies as far back as de Tocqueville in the 1830s have noted how local organizations have been the lubricant that allowed democracy to work in a large and diverse country like America. They offered human contact, a chance to know people outside one's family and work circles, and a sense of belonging and acceptance. By gathering people around a common interest, whether it is their school, music, volunteering for the community, bowling, or any other interest, these voluntary associations help people transcend their differences by drawing them together around a common interest. Churches have always been an essential part of that network of community organizations. They play a key role in bringing communities together and enriching people's lives. They provide a strong and supportive community, a sense of meaning and purpose, and a strong and affirming identity. Sharing a common faith brings people together, lifts them out of their daily grind, provides moral guidance, and calls them to service within and beyond the church. Churches have been especially important in marginalized communities, including the black churches for African-Americans and those serving a wide variety of immigrant groups from Europe, Latin America, and many parts of Asia and Africa. These churches help their members maintain their cultural identity and give them a sense of self-worth that is often denied by the majority culture. They often provide services that fill the gaps left by public institutions, including education, health care, financial support, shelter, and food. Today's first reading from the letter to the Ephesians celebrates the social as well as the divine function of the church. The church is at the same time a, quote, temple sacred in the Lord, and a powerful structure that changes people from being, quote, strangers and sojourners to being, quote, fellow citizens with the holy ones and members of the household of God. This speaks to the essential social function of the church in bringing individuals together into a powerful structure and giving them a transcendent identity and purpose. The gospel has a similar theme. It shows Jesus calling together individuals from very different backgrounds and beginning the long and arduous process of knitting them into a cohesive unit.
Like any voluntary association, the churches require a commitment on the part of their members in order to fulfill their essential role in society. People need to invest their time, energy, and trust in these institutions in order to reap the great benefits the institutions offer to their members and society. The great tragedy of disassociation from local organizations that Putnam and many other leaders lament has hit the churches as well. This is one of the causes of the increased sense of loneliness, isolation, and division we see in many segments of society, including young people, the elderly, even workers. For example, I've heard a number of teachers complain about how their colleagues now just show up to teach their classes, then go home. They miss the social dimension where they would get together to share their work, trade ideas, tell stories, talk about their students, and of course complain about the administration. This breakdown has made the work far less satisfying. We hear similar stories from other professions. This trend began well before the pandemic, although all the COVID restrictions further aggravated it. We can reverse this disturbing trend only by recommitting to the network of relationships and organizations that sustain a strong community life, including the churches. This feast is a reminder of what a gift our church is, even with all its difficulties. Not only is it the living presence of Christ on earth, but in so many ways it offers us an environment in which we can grow and flourish together in a loving and giving community. Whenever I do a baptism, I remind the parents that bringing their child into the church uh, is taking the most important step available toward giving the child a full, rich, and happy life under the care of Christ in a supportive community marked by strong character and service. Life has too many challenges. You can't go it alone. The church needs our commitment to live out its mission and fulfill its role in our lives and our community. That means not only saying our prayers and showing up for mass, but also investing our time and energy in some of the activities and service opportunities it offers. For that, we have as models apostles like Simon and Jude, who called, chosen, and inspired by Christ, became so committed to the faith and the life of the church that they gave their lives in its defense.